Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online, and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au. God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. No doubt all of us have been really praying for this whole COVID situation to come under control. And unfortunately, it seems like despite our prayers and the best efforts of so many, it looks like this season is going to go on for a long time yet. And for those of us who are parents, no doubt we've been thinking yet again about how we can lovingly and carefully shepherd our children through this time. I'm sure if you're a parent, you're like me, you want to protect them. You don't want to give them too much information, more information about what's happening in the world right now than's absolutely necessary. But at the same time, we also recognize that with everything dragging on right now, conversations around COVID with children are going to have to happen at one point or another. If we haven't already had them, these conversations are going to come. And if your kids are anything like mine, they've likely already shared disappointment at the way things have gone down of late, how their routines have changed, how they miss spending time with their family and friends, how they can't understand why the park's right there and we just can't go and play on the equipment. Maybe your kids are like that or they might have even shared with you what my, one of mine did, that they were actually pretty happy that they didn't have to go back to school but could do school from home. It's also likely that many of our children have also shared really big emotions that they're dealing with or maybe they've let us know through their behaviour how everything that's going on right now is making them feel overwhelmed, tired, anxious and really upset. It's a hard season for children, no question. It's a hard season for parents as well. So how can we shepherd children really well in this time? How can we support and lead and care for our children through this time when we ourselves are likely experiencing many of the same feelings and emotions about COVID-19 and lockdown 2.0 as they are? Now, for those of you who are listening, who don't have children of your own, please don't tune out this morning. You have got a key role to play in our church community and in the broader community, not just within our church, but more broadly as well. And today's message is just as much for you as it is for parents. If you are listening, you don't have children, you don't have grandchildren of your own to get alongside and encourage right now, I'm sure, I'm confident that you would know some children in your life who need calming, reassuring people to help them through this time. I'm sure of that. And even if you don't have any little ones in your life, I'm sure you would know a parent or two in your circles of influence who could do with some encouragement and some support 
as they care for their children in this time. So let's all, whether we're parents, grandparents, spiritual parents, spiritual grandparents in our church community, let's all allow God to teach us through today's word so that we can all play a part in shepherding children really, really well through this COVID season. Let's pray as we grow and learn together this morning. Father God, we thank you so much that you are the good God who leads people well. And so God, we pray even now as we've just settling our hearts, coming before you, inviting you to speak to us. Lord, we pray that we would know you and that you would lead us well. And then as we wrestle with these things and think through these things and are reminded of how to care for children really well, especially in a season like this, we pray, God, that you would help us and teach us so that we would be people of love and we would be calm and reassuring presence in the lives of children and parents that we know and love. So God, have your way this morning. May you speak powerfully through me for your glory and yours alone. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. While preparing for this message, I came across a fantastic resource from the Humanitarian Disaster Institute from Wheaton College in the US. And this resource that they've put together lists some fantastic tips, fantastic practical tips. So instead of reinventing the wheel, I don't want to do that. I'm actually going to share and expand on a few of the ideas that they raised in their resource about how best to talk with kids about COVID-19. I'll make sure to post the full link up on Facebook so you can check out their 10 great tips to help kids feel safe and not scared. But for the sake of time this morning, I'm going to expand on a few of their tips and then we're going to have more of a conversation about this together in our Sunday Zoom gathering after the video part of our service. That's going to be really good. So stay tuned for that. Let's get into it. Here's the first. To help our kids feel safe and not scared when talking about COVID-19, we need to prepare ourselves. I'm sure, like me, you've felt many, many times in this season pretty anxious over the course of the season as you see numbers rise and restrictions tighten. You've likely felt increasingly frustrated and upset too. Perhaps like me, when you hear about people not complying with lockdown restrictions, having house parties, going out with a mate searching for Pokemon to catch out in the wild, refusing to wear masks or just not getting tested and then going out and about while they're feeling sick and spreading the virus to others. It probably, like me, you've felt really angry and frustrated that people just don't seem to be getting it. Now, Whilst it's really important to not suppress what we're feeling and it's important to share with others what we're really feeling and experiencing emotionally, it's super important. This is super important that we are mindful of not passing on what we're feeling and the emotional burdens we're carrying to our children. As we know and the resource suggests too, children are sponges They're like a sponge and often follow their parents' lead when it comes to behaviour. And it's no different when it comes to responding to a crisis. 
if we're feeling anxious and if we don't recognize and deal with our anxiety with God's help and the help of other trusted adults, we will likely transfer our anxiety onto our children. Our children, the sponge, will kind of suck up the anxiety and then be carrying it themselves. And none of us want that for our children, do we? The good news The great news is that God offers to help us in offloading the burdens that we're dealing with. 1 Peter 5.7 teaches us how we can do this. It says this, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. All God asks is that we would come to him, that we would approach him, that knowing that he cares for us, that we would hand our anxiety, our cares, our burdens over to him. This might be as simple as in the very moment that we start feeling anxiety rise up or worry rising in our hearts. It might be as simple as just stopping and taking a few deep breaths and then talking with God, praying something even as simple as this. I release everything that is burdening me right now to you, God. Help me, Lord. Please give me a fresh sense of your peace right now. Help me to lead my children in your way of peace. This will, no doubt, be a great thing for all of us to do. It'll be a great thing for us to do on a personal level and it will also help us considerably in leading our children in Jesus' peace through this time. Now, and this is really important, it is vital that we don't neglect debriefing with a trusted adult about what we're feeling and the emotional burdens that we are carrying from time to time too. Sometimes, I know this to be true, sometimes a simple prayer like the one I've just shared might just work straight away. It might just work straight away. And all of a sudden you've prayed and then you experience this beautiful sense of peace and, a, and a, a renewed sense of calm washes over you. Sometimes it happens like that. And sometimes we benefit not only from praying but also from the input of other beautiful people who can care for us and encourage us and shepherd us as we process as well. So protect your children by not sharing the full weight of what you're carrying emotionally, but in protecting your children, make sure that you're not suppressing your emotions. Set aside time to deal with them, to acknowledge them, to deal with them, to process them as you need to, whether that's with help from God or also includes the care and support of someone else as well, another person who you can reach out to and for help and encouragement. So that's the first To help our kids feel safe and not scared when talking about COVID-19, we need to prepare ourselves and we also need to encourage faith. One of the most important things we can do in a season such as this is to cultivate, continue to cultivate a culture of faith in our homes. I was reading Joshua chapter 24 the other day as part of my reading plan and God spoke to me about this exact thing. For those of you who aren't familiar with Joshua, in Joshua chapter 24, Joshua gathers all the tribes of Israel together and he calls them. He says, hey guys, come back. Let's all gather together. Let's continue to honour and seek the Lord and serve him. And then he called them. He said, hey, 
Anything that's distracting us, let's, let's deal with that. Let's cast it aside. Let's put it aside. In their case, it was actual physical idols that were distracting them. And he said this so that they would be better able to serve and know and enjoy God together as a household. Let's turn to Joshua chapter 24 and read verses 14 to 15 together now. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Holy Spirit reminded me through reading this chapter the other morning how important it is for us as Christian parents to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to cultivate and continue to foster a culture of faith in our homes. Places of peace where God's presence is able to be known and enjoyed. Places where children have opportunity to develop their faith in God and can learn what actually having relationship with God looks like from our example, and then they can actually develop that kind of beautiful, intimate relationship with him for themselves. And the fantastic thing is that this kind of home culture can grow and can be maintained when we as Christian parents, we choose continuously each and every day whom we will serve and then We lead the members of our household in seeking and serving the Lord too. The resource developed by the Humanitarian Disaster Centre has some great suggestions, some really good ones for how we can practically do this and foster this kind of faith culture in our homes. You know, they say we can do this by singing Christian songs together, by reading kids' devotions and stories, by talking about, at an age-appropriate level, of course, the things that are happening right now around us in the world and expressing how they're making us feel. And then by actually praying through those things, dealing with those feelings, dealing with those emotions together through prayer as a household and trusting them to our Almighty God. Doing these kind of things regularly helps us to foster and cultivate a deeper way, a deeper culture of faith in our homes. And I would suggest that this kind of culture, this environment, is one of the key factors to seeing our children grow in their faith and go in the way they should go. What do you reckon could be better for our children right now? What could be better for our children right now than helping them to know deep down within their hearts that our God is good, that he's faithful, and he wants to know and care for them? What could be better than that? What could be better than helping our children to see beyond the immediate kind of chaos that's going on in our world right now? to see beyond and to look to a sovereign God who will, one way or another, make a way for us all through this incredibly challenging time. What could be better than that? 
What an opportunity. We all have friends to cultivate a culture of faith in our homes as we lead children in growing and knowing Jesus. So to recap, to help our kids feel safe and not scared when talking about COVID-19, we need to prepare ourselves, encourage faith and be hopeful. Hope is such a powerful thing, isn't it? In times of hardship, I know it's so true, isn't it? We all know it to be true. Hope can make all the difference. And as the Humanitarian Disaster Institute's resource explains so well, hope doesn't mean everything is going to work out how you long for things to be. Hope doesn't mean the problem will go away. Instead, Think of hope as what keeps you going in the face of adversity. And as Christians, our ultimate hope is that we cannot be separated from the love of God. This is our sure hope, friends. No matter what we go through, no matter what we face in life, nothing, nothing at all can separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 38 to 39 says, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. A job loss won't separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. A marriage breakdown won't separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. A bad health diagnosis won't separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. No virus, no matter how infectious, no matter how widespread, could ever separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. If we shepherd children, If we all shepherd children to understand that nothing, nothing at all can ever separate them from God's love and help them to know this truth deep within their hearts, in the deepest places of their hearts, no doubt we will help them heaps to feel more safe and secure in this time and we'll also be helping them to better handle the future ups and downs of life that they will no doubt face living in our fallen and our sinful, broken world. A little hope goes such a long way and it will really help children to grow and become balanced and more mature in their faith knowing that nothing, nothing at all could ever and will never separate them from God's love. And that, I reckon, can only be a good thing. Wouldn't you agree? We have such an opportunity, friends, as parents and as influential, encouraging, supportive adults, if we don't have children or grandchildren of our own, to get alongside and help ensure that kids feel safe and secure in this challenging season. In a very real sense, the way that we encourage and support children and their parents 
And hear this, this is really important. The way in which we encourage children and their parents right now in this challenging time could make all the difference in seeing children not only feel safe and not scared during this pandemic, but also in seeing children grow to know and serve and love Jesus for all their days. It really could. What an opportunity we all have to encourage and shepherd children through this time, friends. We're going to take a look at some of the other suggestions raised by the great article, the great resource, Humanitarian Disaster Institute, put together in our Zoom chat in just a little while. That's going to be really good. So I encourage you, come join us. We're going to have a great chat around this, and we're going to share some of our own ideas too. No doubt you've got many ideas of how we can do this well. But for now... How about we just join together and pray that God would help each and every one of us, that God would help each and every one of us to really care for and encourage children and their parents in this challenging time. Let's pray together now. God, we thank you so much that you love to guide us. You love to shape us. You love to encourage us. You love to shepherd us through every, every and every, every and any season that we face in life. And so God, we pray right now that you would just be continuing to speak to us and guide us and encourage us. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would give us pictures of people that you want us to reach out to and just be a blessing to. Lord, that you would give us parents to to say an encouraging word to or young children in our lives just to get alongside and encourage them and have just really great interactions with them take the time to check in with them and see how they're doing so god just guide us in all this we pray and we pray lord that we would continue to grow as people who follow your way of love and as people who seek to bless our children and parents in our church community, but also beyond our walls and out into all of our community of Hillsville, the Yarra Valley, and beyond. So God, thank you that you are the ultimate shepherd, and thank you, God, that as we allow you to shepherd us in these ways, we will be able to help see children feel safe and secure in this time. So we praise you, God, and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen.